Broadcasting live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette. Two hours of sports talk like none other. Footnotes with your host, Kevin Foote. Welcome into Footnotes. Kevin Foote on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. You can see watch us, Simulcast Stadium 32.3 and 133 on LUS Fiber. The game hotline is 706-0111-706-0111 on this grief-stricken Monday edition of Footnotes. Obviously, I say that with all apologies to LSU fans who had a great win. I, I thought I didn't see the game. It was played very similar time as the Cajuns game on Saturday. Uh, I do know LSU was way behind and came back to win. All wins are good to a certain extent. And, and you know, I really thought they, you know, I think most of us or a lot of us like myself thought they sh- I predicted 34 to 10 in that game. And I'm also the one that preaches history and talks about how crazy LSU-Auburn games are, and then I went against it. I just thought that Auburn was in such disarray, and LSU seemed to be heading in the right direction a little more than Auburn was. So I really thought they'd handle them. didn't happen. Um, I say that with apologies to Astro fans, of which I'm one. Uh, things are – the Astros – the way that the Astros have performed in the final games of a series over the last two months is unbelievable. Now, a couple of those were to get sweeps. Uh, I think maybe one of those, maybe against Baltimore, maybe one other time, was to prevent a sweep. But the vast majority of them were lose one, win one. In other words, it was the rubber game. And they've won almost every rubber, you know, in recent memory. Like, it's unbelievable how many times. So that really is impressive. Now, Framber got lit again uh, over the weekend. I think he's scheduled to pitch on Wednesday, the final day of the regular season. I'm a little worried that the Piper, I'm hoping the Piper is okay now has reconciled things with Framber. I, I know the Pipers very, was very upset at Framber because he set the, this record for, I hate setting records. He he set a record for consecutive quality starts. That's not never a good thing to do. And uh, so I'm hoping the Piper is, he's gotten lit twice since then, which is to be expected. And I'm hoping the Piper's okay because basically he's got one more start if he makes it on Wednesday and then and then the postseason. And if the Piper's mad at him, that, that ain't good. That's not good. So it's almost like things are almost going too well for the Astros right now. That kind of worries me, I got to tell you. <laughs> Sounds crazy. But it, it things are just, they look too good right now, the Astros. I don't even know what to do with that. They look too prepared. For the postseason, I it's a little scary, I gotta tell you. But we'll see. Bray's got a big weekend sweep of the Mets. 
it is unbelievable the season the Braves have had. Um, you know, two months into it, they understood, I think, what a medicine season kind of looks like, and yet they've picked themselves off the dust, and and they have it is they have been unbelievable in the second half. And um, we'll see what happens. They might end up going down with one of the best medicine seasons in the history of sport if they continue this. So we'll see how it how it goes down. Um, and then there's the Saints, and the Cajuns, and and I'm not saying there weren't any bad calls in the Cajun game. There were a few maybe, but it wasn't like the Saints game once again. And I, I just, I was, I, can we just have a game where officials don't make up calls on third down? They just make them up. And, and again, it, 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 I talk about 50-50 calls and 80% calls and 90% calls and 100% calls. They made a, in the Yugs game and in this game on crucial third downs at the pivotal part of the game. They just, they just, again, it's one, a 50 50 call is one thing. I can be mad that I don't get a 50 50 call or a 60 40 call or whatever. Any something that, you know, like the one, the third down pass. If I was the Saints, I would just throw the ball deep on third down because they're going to call a penalty. Just throw the ball deep on third, every third down. They're going to call a penalty. You're going to get 50 yards. But, like, at least that one is more, like, Lattimore definitely made contact, and then the receiver decided to do the sleeper hole. He thought he was in championship wrestling. He did a sleeper hole on Lattimore, and there was contact and a sleeper hole, and it was a little holding of arms and and sleeper hole and, and, and kind of trying to maybe crank his neck. Maybe he thought he was unwrapping a medicine bottle or something. I don't know what he thought he was doing, but he was kind of like twisting uh, Lattimore's neck. And, and it was contact both ways, and I don't, you know, I hate that, but that's but at least something happened on this third down, get off the field, incomplete pass. Uh, illegal contact call on 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 Matthew. Nothing happened. It was a zero percent call. Under you cannot compare that with a fifty fifty call. Too many people do that, and, and in my mind, you're just clueless. That's a clueless comment. Well, they didn't get that. Well, no, that that was a fifty fifty call. This was a zero percent call. The call they made on Matthew is like. Again, I I wish people would un- you have to classify things. It's it's kind of like Shaq missing a dunk on a snowbird where there's no one even on his side of the court and he missed it. That's how bad of a call that is. You can't compare that with a guy. It's not like these 50-50 calls are like you're hitting an off-balance three-pointer with a hand in your face and you miss it. Well, you know, pretty good chance you're going to miss that one. But that call that on third down, that that very easily could have led to the Saints winning. That would have the ball and the lead and control of the game, and they were running the football. Nothing happened. It wasn't a 50-50 call. It was just totally made up out of the blue. That's the second time already this season we've only played four games 
that a critical third down ended up being just some 0% call out of the blue. Like, at least give me a 50-50 call. A 0% call out of the blue on third down. Just can we just play a game and not have the zero? I mean, that's the that's how that's kind of where we we're at now. Can we just play a game and not get a zero percent call on third down? That's what I'm aspiring to now. So can we just play a football game and not have some official make up a call, a zero percent call that a call that should never be made? On third down. Can we just get to that point? Can we just get to that point? All right. Let's go to the game hotline. Hello. Hello, Kev. Howdy, sir. Good morning, sir. Oh, it's not too good. I hope you're having well, a better one. I'm just, just being pleasant and polite. I know how yes, you feel. <laughs> uh, my, I got two questions for you, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know your views on the roster. I, I, I listen to you often, um, just haven't been calling. Uh, so I know you think they have um, a strong roster. Uh, my question is, do you think that they may be tanking? No, I don't. I don't believe that at all. I, I, I um, like the, the special teams. The last two weeks have been awful, and it just doesn't make any sense. Like. This team should was really good on special teams at times last year. I think the now of course injuries play into that some, but still, uh, you know they, you know they still got enough good athletes on this team. The special teams have just were just terrible the last couple of weeks. I mean, just terrible. Uh, well, I heard um, you know preseason predictions. Um, you know they they got so many of them. Uh, that's why I started off with I know you you know your views on the roster, uh, and a lot of people start changing their um, their views towards when the season got closer. But I heard a comment that said that uh, the Saints was tanking and they just they just not showing it. Um, that's why I asked you that question because it was only one person I heard say that. And um, yeah, I don't believe that. My um, my next comment, and I'm gonna hang up and listen. Um, it reminds me of. You know, when they may never get over 500, you know, how they, you know, they bite, claw, scratch to get to 500, and then they lose three, four games in a row after that. Never above 500. That's the way the season looks like it's going. I think that was you know? the 08 season. Uh, it, it was one of the most incredible things that ever happened. They started out 0 4, or was it 07? I think it was the 07 season. They started out 0 4, and, um, then they won four in a row to get yep. to four and four, and they're playing an zero and eight Rams team at home and got beat. Yep, and then they they they, they unbelievable. So I, 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 my memory's not as good as yours when it comes to the Saints. Uh, I backed off as a fan because uh, you know um, I sleep good at night now. Yeah, I understand. Um, <laughs> I envy. You. But uh, but uh, yeah, that's that, that's that's what kind of remind me. That's, you know, they worked it, so hard to get back to five hundred, yes. and then. They're gonna lose a few more games and, and whatnot. That's, but, uh, that's where this. That's why that loss yesterday was so critical. I was trying to explain it to my wife and daughters, and they think I'm crazy. But anyway, it's good to hear from you, sir. Thank you very much for calling. You too, man. Thank you. Later. Let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Well, considering uh, 
considering, I'll, I'll say this about the game. You know, Minnesota had a good team. They played a, a, a damn good football game. Defensively, the Saints played well enough to win that game. Offensively, the Saints played well enough to win that game. Yeah, you're gonna you had some mistakes, but but you're gonna have mistakes in a football game. It, it you you go we've been watching football since twenty plus years. It's it's very seldom you 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 have a mistake free football game. And with that being said, you you could do all you need to do to to beat a football team, but you can't beat the refs. You cannot. It, it, the refs are undefeated, Kevin. Well, of course, and, and, yeah. I mean, and, and for them to make those those particular calls in those in, in those particular moments and, and 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 get it, I get it. For most of the game, you didn't really see too many flags. It's like the, it's like they let them play. And, but, and on that one particular drive, it's like flag, flag, I mean, flag, and I'm flag. like, what, 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 what changed? You know, is the fact that you know the, the Saints are up now. What I, I'm, I was trying to figure out what changed that all of a sudden the flag, the flag is on the field now. You know, and the uh, you know the call against against Matthews, it, it, you know, it was egregious. I mean, it, it kept that drive going. We wouldn't even we wouldn't even hadn't even gotten to the to the uh, third down play. With Lattimore, had had the had the Matthew uh, call not been made, you know, because the Saints are off the field, yeah, and 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 and, and Minnesota's punting, you know, so uh, you know they overcame a lot of adversity yesterday, and 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 to take the lead and then to have it taken away from and you, then by, off, by and then to get off, and then again, yeah, call. just to, again, it wasn't even fifty fifty. Like I could be, I can be angry about a fifty fifty call. But a zero percent call, like two of them in four games, has that ever happened in the history of the NFL? Where again, it's not that I don't get I don't get the break on a fifty-fifty call. It's that they just made them up on third down. Can we right. just stop the game on third down and say, "Cat, it's third down. Let's not cheat. Let's not make something up here. Let's make sure it's like really happening." I'll say this. Or maybe this is what the Saints should do. Maybe this is what the Saints should do. They should, when it's third down, like they always say this stupid on the stadium, it's like in home game, it's third down. Maybe what the Saints should do is say it's second down when it's really third down because then maybe they wouldn't throw the flag. Like let's just, when 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 it's third down and the Saints or on defense, just say it's second down. And then it'll one, it'll kind of confuse the other team. And then maybe the officials will really think it's second down. I don't know. I mean, I'm grasping at straws here. Can I just not get a zero percent call on third down? I mean, is that really that much to ask for? Right, right, right. I think I think these officials need to be held accountable. And and until and until the players union you know, comes comes to bat with with the league and says, "Hey, it's never going to happen." The NFL does not care about fairness. And you know why they don't care about being fair? Because there are people who are listening here. And there are people that are listening to sports talk shows all over the country. And there are media members all over the country. And there are fans all over the country that have believed the big lie. And the big lie, the big myth 
is that fa- that officials don't determine games, players do. It's not accurate. Everyone determines a game. And the difference between the player and the coach and the official, and I've said this for years and people just don't get it, is that it does not matter what the players do. It does not matter what the coaches do because the official is the only one in this whole situation that has the ultimate authority. You can, you can totally execute a play perfectly, and they can make up a call, and your little play don't count no more because the, the official is the only one with, that is the ultimate authority. The official determines if every play, every single play counts or don't count. What, what people, again, don't understand is even when a play counts and everyone's talking, oh, what a great player, that official, even when he doesn't throw the flag, is still making a decision not to throw the flag. They allowed that play to happen. The officials determine 100% of every competitive football game. They cons- they determine 100% of them. But until we get people to not believe that lie, then it's never going to change, and there's never going to be fairness. Hey, Ever. Hey, listen. If, if, if you catch your wife in your house, in your bed, and you take her back, that's your fault because you're the fool. And and I and, and I, I'm sorry for a lack of analogy. No, but I'm good it, with it. It's a perfect analogy because because when because when that call happened against the Saints in that championship game, when 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 the league and the players turned the blind eye, even the fans, when they turned the blind eye and they didn't do anything to, to correct that that mistake, that that opened the door for everything else after that. And I'm gonna hang up, and you have a good day. Th- thank you for the call. But again, see, I'm not. I'm not when, – when that call happened in 2018, everyone started talking about that official and where he was from. I, I, I'm not – I don't think they cheated. I don't think that official cheated. I just think they got caught up in it. I blame the NFL See, it it had nothing the, – the, the, the real tragedy of that call, again, had nothing to do with that official in that play. The tragedy of that call, just like the tragedy of all these blown calls and made-up calls, is that there is no, – it's the NFL's fault. And really, it's the fans' fault. And the media's fault. The, re- the, the problem with that call, just like the problem with yesterday's call, is that there is not a system in place to ensure fairness. And why is there, why is there not a system in place to in- in- ensure fairness? Because of all the people that believe that officials don't determine games. It's, if you believe that, it's your fault too. Because if for the last 50 years, and I haven't been complaining about this for 50 years, but for about 30 years I've been complaining about this, why do you think I call the 49ers the cheaters? I've been complaining about the lack of fair play. Do something about it. And again, I'm not talking about high school officials. I'm not even talking about college officials. There is no way to get that right. That, that's never going to happen. There's too many teams. There's too many coaches. There's too many officials. You can't get that right. In the NFL, you're talking about 32 teams. You can get this right if you try. 
But the reason why they don't try is because everybody has believed this lie that's been told it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you keep telling everybody that officials don't determine games and it all fair, it all evens out and it's okay and it's it all evens out in the end, which is a lie. It does not even out. It will never even out. Stop saying that. You have to come up with a system to ensure fairness. But when, when when we never talk about it on we never talk about it on Sports Center, they all we do is glorify the quarterback. That's all we can't worry about. We never talk about it. We never address the issue. Therefore, it will never get be, get better because the NFL can creative accounting it off. They that, that they should have been a system to ensure fairness. In the 80s when replay came in, and it's still not, we still don't have a system to ensure fairness. Because no, because there's no incentive to do it because all of you believe that it all evens out and officials don't determine games. The big lie, the big myth. And it's never going to change while we continue to believe that. Never. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back. I have come up. It'll never change. I don't have any faith in anyone involved in this system. But I, I think I've come up with, a, with the, the easiest, quickest way. I don't think they're going to do it because they don't care about fairness. They really don't. But I think I've come up with the easiest way to try to solve a lot of this without being the full-fledged, elaborate plan that I would do if I was the king. I, I, I'll tell you what that is on the other side. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Footnotes on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Are you fluent in Footlish? Not to worry. We're here to help with the Footlish Dictionary. The cheaters. Cheaters. The famed hated rival that beat the New Orleans Saints and others so many times in the 80s and 90s by cheating. Also known as the San Francisco 49ers. Now, back to the man with his very own language. Kevin Foote and Footnotes. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Two hours of open phone lines if you would like to get in. The hotline is 706-0111, 706-0111. Before we get back to the hotline, I want to remind you, you could kill two birds with one stone. Help a good cause and do some early holiday shopping. It is October now. The Opelousa St. Landry Rotary Club auction will be held on Tuesday. That's tomorrow on KDCG channel 50.2. Over the air, Cox 9, Charter 11, LUS 22. The auction begins at 6 p.m. tomorrow. Viewers can bid on a variety of items from gift cards to vacation packages, home decor, sporting goods, etc., all proceeds go to worthy causes, and items can go can be purchased for pennies on the dollar. So make sure you tune in to the Opelousa St. Landry Rotary Club auction on Tuesday on KDCG. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Yes. Um, I was calling to respond. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. A couple of callers back said um, he was wondering if the Saints were tanking. 
Um, you know, I've, actually, I've heard that narrative a little bit, too, but um, there's no reason for the Saints to tank. We traded away our first-round draft pick to the Philadelphia Eagles, so tanking only benefits them. Right, so I mean, what what would we be tanking for? Second round. But what, seriously, you said you've heard, like, what would we be tanking for? Correct. To get Correct. what? I, now, definitely don't think that's no. – that's, uh, that's in, never entered my mind one. No, I'm, that's never entered my mind one time. Slow starts is know, not it, new for this the team. The floats around a lot. So yeah, <laughs> that's crazy to me. I agree with you. I no. definitely think that um, you know, I, I'm the jury's out for me on Dennis Allen. I was excited about uh, the continuity with him coming in, but <laughs> I see a, a real um, lack of discipline and focus, and I'm I'm. Really not. Uh, I haven't seen him be able to make in-game adjustments like uh, you know we could do in the past, where you know we could we could be taking a lot of pressure up the middle and come back after the half, and we had we had fixed that issue. Um, so that's concerning, you know, definitely. Well, the only thing that I'm two things on the Dennis Allen thing. Uh, one of them is I and I haven't seen this firsthand because I'm not there, but I have heard that he's a lot less, like practice is a little more laid back with him than it was under Casper to quitter. In, in other words, he w- it was a little tougher. So I guess that can carry over. If that's accurate, that can carry over. And the only other thing that I, would concern me a little bit is as a head coach and a play caller, a lot m- in, in today's NFL, most of that is the offensive play calling. But is it possible that he somehow can't, do the same exact job as running the defense as a head coach as he could as a defensive coordinator. That, you know, that, that could be an issue there. It could be. But, I mean, the defense is, is pretty much showing up. I mean, we have – I think we definitely miss uh, Marcus Williams. <laughs> um, and, you know, I I was uh, not excited. I understand the money issue is a money issue. but uh, And then certainly Marcus may being injured, but – you know, our, our secondary is a little shaky, but I think the defense on the whole is, is still solid and the play calling is still solid there. I, I think, I guess, uh, Sean Payton making most of the uh, offensive play, play calls, that was really more important than we realized. <laughs> I know, But, I know but again, the offense the, la- the, la- the offense the last few years was has not been good. Well, no, that's true. That's true. The offense last I year mean, was dreadful. A lot of, but even the year before, the offense wasn't that good. This has been a defensive team for a couple of years now. I, 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 I just well, don't think the offense has been very know, good the last few years. I think, uh, la- I mean, last year, it's just hard to say because we had a piecemeal offense. That's The that's year true. before that and the year before that, I would agree. And, I mean, you know, Drew Brees is still was a phenomenal quarterback, but we had to – we really had to shut down – a lot. We had to shut down most all of the deep plays. Right. So I think that limited the offense because every team that played us knew that they they could you know they just had to play 10, 10 15 yards you know and right. I mean they covered, they draped our receivers and run you know I mean it was just it was just difficult. And now but, uh, and now with Jameis all he wants to do is throw deep apparently and so now we have what we didn't have then. And we don't have the other thing, so it, it, it's a mess. Well, look, yeah. I'm glad you called. P- keep calling. I, that was a great call. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. We, we don't hear enough 
from Saints fans and other lady callers. Appreciate that. All right. The game hotline. 706-0111. 706-0111. If you would like to get in, certainly feel free to do it. All right. Here's, I think, the easiest fix that could solve a lot of problems if they if they're interested in fairness. Now, again, I... I really honestly, and I'm not joking here. This isn't anger. This is, I've been talking and analyzing this and debating this my whole life. This isn't a new thing. I really don't think the NFL cares about fairness because it's not in a position to care about fairness. They would just need to care about being fair if they felt like there was pressure to care about being fair. And there isn't because there's way too many people that never talk about the officials. They don't ever show it. The highlight shows and all the analysis shows, they talk about officials every once in a while when when there's a big controversial call like the Saints-NFC Championship. But they don't do it on a weekly basis. It needs to be something that's a weekly basis. Like, when was the last time you heard a national – um? Any kind of sports show that analyzes things talk about okay, how many te- how many first downs did this team get by penalty? When was the last time you heard any analysis? Last year was it last year or two years ago? We did a ten year study on this show about. It. I went back ten years with every team, and and and, we, and I showed you that it does not even out. No, this I this myth. We talked. We, we I did it over for all thirty two teams over a ten year period. It does not equal out the amount of first. And when someone comes to you, you say, well, so-and-so gets the same amount. It has, it has nothing to do with penalties. There's a big difference between the 50-50 penalty, the 100% penalty. See, when a guy jumps off sides, that's basically a 90 to 100% penalty. You have to call that. That, that, that. Those penalties have nothing to do with it. It's the subjective penalties. How many go to this team compared to this team? That's what's important. Penalties that produce first downs when the ball hits the ground on an incomplete pass, that's what determines the winner of games. You can't have that, and and it can't be leaning too much in one direction. So, with all of that said, here is what I've decided is it's not even that complicated of a fix It's not going to fix all of it, but if they care, and again, I don't think they do, but if they would just be fair about it and be open-minded about it, not everyone is willing to branch out and and broaden their horizons like me, but um, here's my solution. We, We review certain things. We review turnovers. I think it's time that we need to look at Third down incompletions as a turnover situation. Because it is. It's a turnover situation. So all third down incompletions, all penalties on on a play that's run and the offense does not get the first down should be reviewed. Now, you don't have to have a full-fledged Everyone stop and stand around. All you got to do is hold them up just a few seconds, have the official 
Look at the play and make sure it's legitimate. But you have to be honest about it. It can't be about it has to be if you get it wrong, if it's not a 50-50 call, if it's a 50-50 call, you go with it. If it's a 0% call like happened to the Saints, you got to change. No, that, 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 that does not meet the standard. That does not meet the standard of turning over the football to the other team. You don't get to keep the football on a 0% call. So I think all third down plays where the offense does not get the first down should be reviewed. And again, it doesn't have to be this long, elaborate review. That would be a humongous step into ensure fairness without even really hardly trying that much. But you know why they don't do it? Because they don't care about fairness. They don't. And the reason why they don't is because you, and when I say you, I'm talking about the majority of people in the country who are sports fans, have bought the lie that officials don't decide games, so there's no incentive for them. Until every, If everyone in the country looked at it like I do, we would have this system already. What happened in 2018 would not have happened because we'd have this system because there'd be an incentive to have this system. Right now, there is none because most of you believe the big lie that officials don't determine games. And so there's no reason. They don't care about fairness. But I don't think that I don't think that that would be that. That's not that dramatic of a change. If they would just do that, I think it would solve problems as long as the. As long as the people reviewing are, are have a sense of righteousness. Now, again, I, if it were, if I was the king, my system would be way more elaborate to ensure fairness. But I, I'm not even asking them to do that, even though I wish they would. If we could at least do that, it would be a it would be a huge step in the right direction. But they're not going to do it because they don't care about fairness. Let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Hey, Kevin. Um, Howdy. You know it's going to get lost in all this, and it's kind of a shame, but uh, the way Latavius Murray ran. Well, it wasn't was lost like, on me. I was really impressed. I've been, I've been complaining about this since uh, a long time, since uh, over a year ago. We're, we're going to get to that. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of not caring, uh, what's up with Gatti Hardy, bro? Like, uh, it's – just go down, dude, you know? Don't don't try all this stuff, dude. Just special teams has been killing killing this team. Special teams killing us. The special this was supposed to be an elite special teams unit, and it has not been. And I still think it is, but it's they got to start performing that way. The special teams lost that game yesterday. That was awful. Like, I have no problem with Dennis Allen, but like, dude, show me some fire, bro. You know. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know, he's just sitting there, and it's like the same, I guess, not stoicism. You know, it's the same expression the whole time. It's like, I don't know, the, the most passionate I've seen that dude get was in a preseason game when he didn't get a timeout, uh, a timeout called, and the rest went back and, you know, gave him a timeout. That's the most passionate I've seen this dude. Well, I, I, I think it's going to come. I, I, I'm really not worried about that yet. We're still on the edge of preseason. I I, I just I'm not worried about <clears throat> Dennis Allen yet, but you know, but he, like the, look, look, he, I, I think he, I, I wouldn't have onside kicked. What was that a game or two ago? But again, 
Gene Casper the quitter, that guy did make so many bad game management decisions. Decide that's why my original nickname was Casper the Game Management Nightmare Goes. That guy was a nightmare in game management. So I'm not gonna sit here and, and complain about game management with him. And the the problem with with Casper was he would make a lot of these calls because he was too emotional in games. And he would get off mad like we do, and then he would like just throw out a challenge and waste the time out just because he was mad. So there, there is something to being calm too. So I, I, I'm not worried about Dennis Allen yet. It's too, too premature. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. It was like if we would have won that game, I think Latavius Murray and the defense would have been the reason why. That's just that's my opinion. Anyways, thank you. Thank you. Take a timeout. We'll come back with more. Footnotes on the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Are you fluent in Footlish? Not to worry, we're here to help with the Footlish Dictionary. Medicine season. Medicine season. Now, a season in which a college or professional sports team suffers a disappointing season due to injuries or fluky incidents. Also known as paying the piper. Now, back to the man with his very own language. Kevin Foote and Footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foote on uh, the game. The game wants you to face your worst nightmare by getting you hooked up with the top haunted house attraction or one of the top haunted house attractions in the country, the 13th gate. You could win tickets to the 13th gate by simply texting gate G A T E to three, three, seven, two, eight, three, one, eight, one, zero, zero text gate to two, eight, three, eight, one, zero, zero. And you might score tickets to see the 13th gate courtesy of midnight productions, the game, 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. All right. Again, the game hotline, 706-0111. 706-0111. If you would like to get in, I um I think again, we once again, because of some a couple just critical calls, uh, uh went on another rampage trying to educate people about officiating in the NFL and again I don't think it's going to change that doesn't mean other things shouldn't be discussed I um you know the, the special teams um really botched it again yesterday <clears throat> obviously someone brought up Mighty Mouse's fumble that was critical the other thing that was critical though and which also leads to officials, is they have was along on another critical juncture when the when the the Saints were kind of starting to show some life and were certainly back in the game. They gave up a pretty long kick return and then they called a personal foul at the end of it to give the Vikings great field position. Well, first of all, kick the ball out of the end zone. Like, why are they returning balls? Why, why are balls short? And if they're going to be short, you better cover. And then 
the hit out of bounds was a terrible call, especially considering last week, and, and apparently I was on that notice, there was a hit by the Arnolds on a Saint way out of bounds. On It was either a kick return or a punt return. I think it was a punt return. I mean, way out of bounds, and it wasn't called. They they too busy making up calls to make the obvious calls. Uh, but, no, that was a critical because that was the possession where they ran the fake punt after being stopped on three plays. If they would have been back there around the 20, <clears throat> like would be if you'd kick the ball at the back of the end zone or you cover and you don't get this bogus 15-yard penalty at the end of it, um, which was just awful, um, then you're not going to fake punt from your own 20. It's a lot easier to fake punt from near midfield with a lead than it is your own 20. So, again, uh, just really the special teams killed them. I mean, the Saints just gave them six points. And if you count the scenario I just talked about, the Saints gave them nine points. Just gave it to them. With, you know, Dalton gave it to them with a stupid fumble right before the half. That was stupid. Throw the ball away. And then Mighty Miles gave it to him, and then special teams again gave it to him. Man, the special teams should be, they should have been really good in special teams. And so far, they've been bad. That's got to change. <clears throat> All right, let's go get, take one call in the game hotline before we get to our next timeout. Hey, Kev. Howdy. So, just, uh, just wanted to bring up, man. I know, I know we talked about it last week. Uh, the red rifle. I know you just mentioned that he he had some costly turnovers, and he he really didn't look like he was comfortable out there, man. But again, I'm gonna stick with it. I'd rather 100% Andy Dalton than a 40% Jameis Winston. And I think he did everything that he could to get to keep us in a position to win the game. And um, like you said about special teams, I, I just. That's one strong point that I know we should – it should just be known. Like, we should be – we should be leading special teams. But it's just – I don't know. It's it's the officiating. It's like – it's like they, they're always out to get us, Kevin. It's it's sickening. The hands to the face. I guess all you got to do is just throw your head back and it's hands to the face. It's – I don't know. It's, it's, again, it's ridiculous. It's, you know, I have, a, I have a nephew yesterday who's not a Saints fan. He's just like a football fan. He's not really a fan of any team. And 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 he looked at me after when I saw him, and he's like, "Is it is it always been this way as a Saints fan? It's just it just seems like now it's like every time any play happens, you're just looking for the flag, and most of oh. the time it comes. I mean, I, I said it's been like this for a, for a while now. Really, I didn't think it was bad last year or the year before. I think 19 was really bad. I think um, you know 16, 17, and 19 were really bad, and this year so far it's been bad. The previous two years, I don't think it's been that bad. But but it, it it has been awful this year. What do you think? What do you think that can help with the officiating? Just being able to review it on <laughs> crucial third. Well, that's where... what I said. I, I, well, the biggest thing is to is to full fledged care about fairness, which they don't care. Right. But yeah. but 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 I think the simplest thing is what I said in the earlier. I think if, it's 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 a turnover situation because you're turning over possession. All third downs that don't that that get. Uh, made a first down because of a flag need to be reviewed. It needs to be an automatic review. And I think that would solve a lot of this. If if 
the review guy is worried about being fair and not worried about his numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what do you think about Andy Dalton? How do you? Uh, I think, do you he think he did fine. He did fine, like I thought he would. I just wish he wouldn't have gave him with a field goal with a stupid fumble. He he, he did fine, like I thought. I, I don't. Again, I, there's just no future there. I just I think as the season goes on, he he'll his play will get worse and worse, and, and there's just no future there. But right, but should he play over an injured Jameis? Yes, I, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. All right. Well, let's look forward to a win this this Sunday. All right. Oh, I hope so. We'll take a timeout and be back with the end of the first hour on the game. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game. Want to remind you tonight, the Cheaters take on the Rams. Division game. The Cheaters in recent years kind of been too physical for the Rams. If only they would have uh, caught a pass that was thrown right to them, they would uh, really be dominating the Rams in recent games. So, but I don't know. Again, this game's not in the first two weeks at least, but. It, it, this need this is an important game potentially that should be played later in the season, and but you know NASCAR doesn't like doing that. They like really important games being at the beginning of the season. But you can hear that game right here on the game one zero three seven Lafayette one zero four one Lake Charles Southwest Louisiana Sports Station tonight. It'll be very interesting to see the Rams so far have been up and down. The Cheaters have had issues with the quarterback, obviously. Very interesting matchup. That'll sit for the first hour. Another hour to follow on the game. Broadcasting live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette. Two hours of sports talk like none other. Footnotes with your host, Kevin Foote. Welcome into Footnotes. Kevin Foote on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. You're home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Simulcast Stadium 32.3, 133 on LUS Fiber. The game hotline is 706-0111. on this grief-stricken Monday edition of Footnotes. If you would like to get in, certainly feel free to do so. He, 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 here's what there's so much that's frustrating and just about this Saint season so far. And and look, if you want to talk about the Kate, Cajuns had a heartbreaking loss, played, you know, awful offensive football for three quarters, and then one quarter of really good offensive football. Um, and there was plenty to discuss about the end of that game as well. So if you would like to do that certainly feel free to do it but 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 here's the thing that's so frustrating for me the saints have played four games this year i think one team in only one game did the other team outplay the saints in my opinion officials call just gifts by the saints missed field goals stupid turnovers where you just give it to the other team one team has clearly outplayed the Saints, the Falcons. And that's the only game the Saints won. That's how messed up this season is. The Saints have played four games. The only team that's clearly outplayed them was the Falcons. And that was the only game the Saints won. The one that they out, the other team outplayed them. There's just, there's just. 
That's it, it. It's just so frustrating. Let's go back to the game hotline. Hello, Kevin. Hello. Hey, uh, I'm sure you talked some of these things over before. I'm kind of tuning in late, but a few observations. One, the the referee who called it call against 32. He needs to be in Angola. I mean, that, that was horrible. That was that was just awful. Yes. Uh, it was terrible. Another thing is, I think Latavius Murray right now is our best running back. <laughs> he ran with a lot of energy. Uh, I mean, I thought he looked very good. He had a great but, run at the goal line. He was hit behind the line, and his wheel got him across the goal line. That's a great exactly. run. No, look, exactly. I've been, I've been, I've been wanting Latavius Murray on this team since last spring, and everybody's been telling me. I mean, I, I don't know if you were listening last year. I was like, why in the world is he not on this team? It's uh, oh, so frustrating. I think you're correct. I don't, I don't think he's – I think the best talent is 41, but he don't try half the time to me or he's hurt half the time. And, you know, I, I don't exactly. know. He, he, exactly. He's been really frustrating me. But, but no, I, I've always liked Latavia. I like downhill runners. I think they could give Ingram an airplane ticket and, and put that money in the bank. Uh, I, I think Washington is running just as good as he is. And him and Latavius, and then when 41 gets back, I think they'll be set. But another thing, uh, our cornerback, Lattimore, he got schooled. I mean, he looked like a Livonia cornerback against Washington. Well, I mean, he, he got he got beat by an elite receiver, and it's going to happen sometime. I, it, it was bad, and he did get – you're absolutely correct. He, 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 he got – he got dominated by an elite receiver. And, again, that is going to happen here and there. He doesn't get dominated that often. But 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 he no. did get dominated no. yesterday. You're correct. It was terrible. Yes. And uh, another thing, I think I like to send a nice, pretty seat cushion that Winston can use to sit on the bench so he don't get blisters on his behind. I, I, he's not ready to play yet, uh, not only with the injuries, but his 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 quarterback in is right now is terrible. Dalton did a respectable job. He take away the fumble. Uh, I think he did a pretty good job. He looks the field over. He hits the open people. At least he throws to the open people. And uh, right now we better off with him than with the other guy. It's just there's now, such a wall there. I just yeah I know and I know you mentioned something about the future, but the future is next week. And the week after. Oh no, no! Look, right again. If Jameis, if they say Jameis is is physically not ready, then there's no decision to be made. There's no. I said it two weeks ago. If Jay, what, what game was that? I think it was the game against the Yucks where he ran and he had the first. He could get the first down, and they said, "Well, he can't do that." Well, I said, "Well, if he's not physically capable of running and getting two yards and falling down when he don't need to be playing, so if he's really physically not able to do that, then yeah, there, I, I got no issues with with him being in the game." Well, and I, I got doubts, even though he's not he's healthy. I, I don't know if he's ready to play. But let that go. And the last thing is, Allen needs to stop being friends with those guys and be their coach. I mean, he, he, they're undisciplined. It's, it's terrible, the situation that they have. He probably needs to sit down with Peyton for about 45 minutes and get, some, <laughs> get a, little, uh, a few clues on how to handle some of them guys. Well, may, may, maybe so. Again, I have heard that that practices were a little more laid back than when Casper the Quitter was there, and that there could that there could be something to that. I don't know that, but it, it's possible. Yeah. So if that's what but, it takes, and he needs to do it. 
That's just the way it looks. All right. Kevin, enjoy your show. Thanks for taking the call. Thank you for calling, sir. Look, you know me. I I I've not I didn't want Tony Jones. These these people wanted to get they got rid of Latavius Murray for Tony Jones. You know, I didn't want that last year. Drove me crazy. Screamed and hollered and pitched fits and all, all told me I was I was wrong. The man looked pretty good yesterday. Again, I don't think the guy's all pro or nothing, but I think he's an NFL running back. You give him a whole now. What doesn't need to happen, what never needs to happen, is when they pitched it to him. You don't pitch the ball to a 30-something-year-old downfield runner and think he's going to sprint and beat everybody. They need to get that play out their book. What in the world was that? He was running and running and running and running, and then they pitched it to him like, what are you talking about? That was terrible. So that they need to get that play out their book. And I'm still waiting for, for Batman to throw a pass. Batman needs to throw a pass. Not a lot. One pass. At least one pass every two games. He should throw at least one pass, if not two or three. I would prefer one pass a game. One pass. I'm not asking for a lot. Don't fumble punts. Don't miss makeable field goals. Don't have the officials make up calls on third down when the other team throws an incomplete pass. And don't pitch the ball to 30-something-year-old downhill runners. I don't ask that much. Can I just get that? That's not that much to ask. Other than that, I can live with just about anything that happens, even though I won't be happy about it if it don't go the Saints' way. I can live with it. But what I'm watching right now, it's just awful. Just awful. Let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. Uh, I'm calling you out about uh, I, need some, I need your opinion. I need you to make me understand something. Okay. Harbaugh's call yesterday, game management. Tell, tell me, I, I, I heard, I I heard what he said. Okay, but tell but me the situation not again. The field tell me the situation again. Well, how much time? I okay, heard about had, it, but they had, they had the, the three-yard line basically, and it's fourth and it's it's fourth and goal from the three. There's a little over four minutes left in the game. Game's tied. Got to okay? kick it. Yeah, I got to kick it. So, I got to kick it. Yeah. I mean, they stuff in the run, left and right. It's hard to complete a pass with a short field right there. He says he believes in his defense. So he goes for it, he throws a pick in the end zone. Now they don't get it at the three and they get it at the 20. They drive down and kick the field goal and beat them. Yeah, that, that, I, I think it's bad. You know, there was a similar type situation with South Alabama and the Cajuns. And, and I agree with you. Like, South Alabama went for it on, like, fourth and one from, like, the three-yard line, I think it was. And and, this, and and they got the ball. And I think what what he's thinking is probably what 
what Harbaugh was thinking. Really, I really think I can get the first down or the touchdown. But if not, then I can. They're punting from the end zone, and I'm going to get the ball and and, and around midfield, and it's going to be an extension of that drive anyway. Now, when you throw a pick, it botches all that. I'm with you. you I'm kicking the field goal. Okay, I'm with you. I'm, I'm kicking the, the field goal because yeah. it's easier to play defense defense at home when you're ahead than when the game starts. Because right. now that drive is meaningless for them. That you know. It's, it's, I don't know. I just, I didn't agree with it. I, I understood a little bit about what he was trying to do, but I mean, hell, there was almost a fight breakout on the sideline with his defense. Yeah, his defense was so mad. I agree. That he didn't kick the field goal. Yes, that yes. It caused all kinds of problems on the sideline. I agree with okay. you. Uh, I agree with you. All right. So that's one. But the, I tried to call you last week. I couldn't get in. Okay. Why does Shanahan decline a holding penalty when a team is in field goal range? When they, when they were playing Denver, yeah, and he declined that. that penalty while they in field goal range. I mean, I know it was a whatever 52-yarder, but still, in that light air, why aren't you going to take the penalty to back him up and instead of, you know, declining it and then letting him kick a 52-yard field goal? I, I agree with you there, yeah, too. I think you <laughs> – I was watching the game that. at the time, and I, I did raise my eyebrows on that one. Yes, that was the Bronco game. I yes. just – I don't yeah. know. And it's just wearing me out more and more because these guys are making seven, $8 million a year, and they're making some bonehead decisions like that. Kyle, but, I, again, I, I – my – and I don't know – and you've been more on the coaching side of things than I have. So, I, what I think is the problem is – Watching film right now is so sophisticated. Everything's chopped up into sequences and all that that very few coaches ever watch a game from beginning to end anymore, and they've lost connection with with making decisions in the flow of a game. That's my theory. you know, to me, they have all these other people that are on the sidelines doing all this crap. To me, they should have somebody who really understands game management – you know, and all he's doing is, is is understanding the flow of the game as it goes. He's yes. not worried about the X's and O's and all this other stuff. I agree. He's just looking at clock management slash game management. I agree. And I saying, agree. Coach, look, right here, this is what I think we need to do. You know, this is my opinion. The win, the this, the this, the this, the this, do it. I agree. Because at that time, it's just difficult to make those calls. But anyway, it just, again, it didn't work out. And they lost the ball game. But, when you know, when you're up 17 and you lose – you know, and then the, against the Jets, they up. I mean, against uh, uh, Miami, they up twenty-one and lose. Why? I don't understand. I'm not quite. I can't put my finger on it as a coach. Why they lose in those ball games? I mean, is it conditioning? You know, is it just lack of confidence? Well, early on, conditioning con- right conditioning here. does play a factor early on in seasons. That could be. And it's second half breakdown. Yes. So when you look at it, it's kind of pointing, especially when he had hardly any starters play preseason, and he was yes. so focused on, on, on not getting people hurt. Then maybe they didn't practice enough, or practice hard enough, or do conditioning because their conditioning only comes from practice. That's how they do it. So maybe he was so focused and concerned about injuries, he didn't get his team conditioned well enough, and they're breaking down in the fourth in the fourth quarter. Could in the be. second half. Yeah, yeah that could be. That could be. Thanks for the call, sir. I don't know. All right, Kev. Take, Take care. care. Bye-bye. You know, I think in uh, game management is a tough deal. Like, Coach Des on on Saturday night's game, they, de- they declined a penalty. It was second and ten. There was a holding call on, on South Al. 
and he declined it to get to third and 10 instead of making it second and 20. He was thinking more on the offensive side of them punting and, 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 and uh, you know, I, I don't know if I'd have gone that far. But I didn't. Re- I thought that's a 50-50 call. I was okay with it. I re- in the moment, I did not blink. But what I did blink with is when the Cajuns were driving down, I thought, I, was, I guess I was okay with the first timeout. The second timeout, I thought they called way too – you have to let clock run. Like, you, at the – I don't. I thought they mismanaged the clock in the last minute. Like they get, there's no way there should have. There should have been like under 20 seconds left. Like I know you're trying to hurry and hurry, and you want to be able. I guess what they're thinking: if I call timeout too late and I let too much time, then I, then I'm taking the running game out of my play calling. Which I there's some point to be made there, but man, I don't know. I, I guess I'd have to go back and watch every single situation. And theoretically, they did. I don't think they can. South Alabama should not have had 42 seconds left. That's way too much time. I, I, I thought they should have been a little more, let's run the clock down. Either we score or don't score, and, and, and then we're going to overtime. We're not giving 40. I thought there was way too much time left on that, but that's me. All right, we'll take a timeout. Come back, take more of your phone calls on the other side on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Kevin Foote is a walking, talking encyclopedia of New Orleans Saints history. No. Seriously. After that is 2013, which I call the Forgotten Saints season because in so many people's mind, the Saints' streak of good football ended with the Bounty Gate season. And it's not just recent history either. In 88, they finished 10-6, and six, tied for first place in the division, did not make the playoff because they got cheated by a blind official named Fred Silver who absolutely cheated, uh, stole a game on Sunday night in a 13-12 loss to the Giants with his either blindness and ineptness or cheating or whatever you want to call it. I think he was just blind and senile. We return to the man who's forgotten more Saints history than you will ever know. Kevin Foote and Footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foote on the game. The game hotline is 706-0111, 706-0111. Want to remind you, time to face your worst nightmares with the game. 13th gate giveaway. You could win VIP tickets to this legendary haunted house attraction where you can scream and scream and scream while others are waiting in line. All you have to do is register for the game rewards club at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. Today and win a pair of VIP tickets at the 13th Gate, courtesy of Midnight Productions and the game 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's Sports Station. Again, the game hotline is 706 0111, 706 0111. A lot of very interesting game management scenarios like Kyle brought up uh, that we could discuss, obviously. Um, LSU win, Cajuns lose, Saints lose, Major League Baseball, there's one, three games left. Most people have just one series left. The yeah, regular season ends on Wednesday. By this weekend, 
When we get back next Monday, there's going to be postseason baseball to discuss. Um, I don't know if I'm ready for it. I just, I don't know if I'm ready for postseason baseball. I, well, I do know I'm not ready. I mean, I'm just not, not ready for postseason baseball. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Morning, foot. Good morning, sir. Man, what? You still watching that injury? Uh, that injury list, man. It's it's unbelievable. No, you you need to stop doing that to yourself, foot. I want to see you live past eighty, man. I don't know I how mean, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, oh, you can do it, man. I never look at our injury list. I mean, come on, man. You know, but I will say this. They need a like like that last caller said or the caller before. They need to get that Prescott one of them uh, them seat cushions and, and keep his butt on the on the bench because I mean I'm not saying the man's a, a bad quarterback. He's a good quarterback, but you stay with the hot hand and the hot hand is Cooper Rush right now. Man, you know? I, I mean they I, got that is, it, yeah. I mean it's crazy. I mean. You stay with the hot hand. Now, if he starts struggling, you put Prescott in when he's absolutely 100% healthy. Now, another thing with the NFL that I wanted to touch on, I know you've seen it, it broke Saturday. Um, the neuroscientists that uh, evaluated Tua Tunga Viola in a game, I think, against Cincinnati, he, he was fired. I don't know if you've seen that. And yes, now I did. And there's a whole investigation because I think Tua's – the NFL but are they? Like but that. did they fire him because he did something wrong, which most of us believe that he did, or did they fire him to make it look good? Like I don't know. I, I think it's the second one they fired him just to make him look good because God knows how many neuroscientists are on the sideline. I mean, they could be getting these guys off a of Craigslist for all we know. You know, I mean, the guy obviously had a a, a, a concussion, but he said no, it's it, it's a back injury. I mean, we're talking about the brain here. Not the bat. I mean, come on, cat. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I, I kept, you know, Troy's a big Dolphin fan, and we've been going on and on about this, and I get it that the doctors know more than us. I just kept telling them it's a hard sell. I mean, we all saw it with our own eyes. The guy was wobbling and fell down. So I, it's just a hard sell. And, again, it's not just fans who have never played the game. Guys who have been there, who went through that situation. I, I, I don't know that I heard one ex-player that, that, that agreed with the doctor. You know, right. I, I don't know. It's just I'm it's a tough sell. Now. Uh, you you got to be ready for postseason baseball. You know why? Because the Yankees about to fall flat on their feet. Well, you got to be ready for that, man. That's going to be awesome. Won all these games, and they fall flat on their face. Now, I got one question for you, Foot, and I know what your, your response is probably going to be. You don't find this. Oddly strange that this cat, Aaron Judge, goes from always hurt, can't get on the field a whole season, to being Superman and hitting 61 home runs. You don't find that that, that, that needs to be looked into. Well, and I know again, that- I've, there, there are things that I hear all the time that I just make me go, hum, hum. and one of them is when players – do so much better in their contract year than any other year. It just kind of makes you go, hmm. I, my opinion is the dude's either on steroids or he's mic'd up and he's still in signal. But the league, you know the MLB better than me. 
you know that they're all about the Yankees. They're not going to look into it. And even if they do see, find that he was, there's a trace of oh, uh, they ain't going to do him nothing. But did he win? Did he hit 61 home runs fairly? No, I don't think so. I think he was cheating. Because you don't go from always hurt to hitting 61, 62 home runs. You know, I mean, there's something going on right there, you know. And I told Paul that, but I think a neuroscientist needs to check a look. Take a look at his brain because, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, well, again, a good one, not a Craigslist one. A uh, good, cause I, I, mean, done long I, long. I, I understand. Y'all are some. It's, it's, it's October, and the Yankees are about to fall flat on their face. So, uh, we'll see. But yeah, man, stop looking at that injury list, man. I mean, it's a tough year for your Saints. I don't see them going to the playoffs or anything, but I'd rather my Cowboys not go to the playoffs because they're just going to embarrass me yet again. But anyway, uh, have yourself a good one. Thanks for taking my call. All right. Call. Thanks, Martin. And, uh, go Take care. Yes, let's sir. let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Hello. Howdy, sir. The foot. Hey, uh, and y'all really need to set it up so that the listener can hear what's going on while they're waiting on the phone. Um, one correction: the, the cheaters aren't playing the uh, Rams; they're playing the Phillies starting tonight so uh, oh, yeah. Kevin I heard you last week and the games aren't real and the interceptions aren't real and well of course today well, two of them were. isn't real did you watch any of the Braves and the Mets um I saw very little I was working the high school football game I was following it on my phone Friday and Saturday and the, it was going on the same time as the Cajun game on Saturday night, and I did not see it. I, I followed it on my phone, but I didn't watch any of it, no. Yeah, well, you missed three really good games. I saw all three, as a matter of fact. I even watched that over uh, LSU uh, a couple of times. I would turn it on to LSU. The Mets just, just don't – they, they need Marte. They don't have enough offense right now, huh? right? Is that That's really what's going on. They, they just don't have well, – their lineup's not good Dan, Daniels is limited – uh, as far as a quarterback goes, throwing the ball downfield, he's not uh, accurate enough. But the problem is Nussmeyer, I guess they're, they're probably uh, leery about him being too aggressive and turning the ball over, and that's something they couldn't afford to do in a close game uh, when they did put him in uh, Saturday night. It looked like they didn't want him to pass football or not pass it uh, down the field, which is where he gets in trouble. But, um, man, I, I'm just excited about baseball and the playoffs starting. I know I know everybody's into football, and that's all they're interested in, but uh, there are uh, oh, I, other I, sports. No, absolutely. No, no, but I was asking about the Mets. Like, don't I just think they don't have enough hitters in their lineup. Well, they, they don't. Uh, all you hear about from the media is, the Grom Scherzer, the Grom Scherzer. Like, hey, they're two human beings. And the Groms lost, what, three starts in a row? Uh, Their record in games that he starts, it was like barely above 500. It might be, and at the time, and that was like a month ago, it might be below 500 now. Man, I, I, said, I said four years ago, that guy's never going to win 100 games in his career. Um, but... Uh, no, the Braves have they 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 
have a lineup like Houston and the Dodgers. They hit one through nine. The Braves, the Dodgers, and the Astros. The Astros can't hit with the Braves. The Astros can't hit with the Braves, I don't think. You don't think? No, I don't think they can hit with the Braves. Now, I think it's possible they could outpitch the Braves, but I don't think they can hit with them. Astros lineup this year is not that good. It's getting better of late, and I hope it continues. But for most of the year, it wasn't very good. Well, I mean, you got Tucker, you got Alvarez, you got Bregman, you got Altuve, uh, Pena. What, doesn't he have over 20 home runs? No, Pena and Pena's been hitting better lately, and he and he had uh, he had three ribs yesterday. So yeah, he he got to 20. You're right. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's uh, I think you'd have to definitely make Houston the betting favorite in the American League. And in the National League, it's going to be a toss-up, I think, between the Braves and the uh, Dodgers again. Uh, kind of worried that the Dodgers have actually taken Kimbrell out of the nine spot, and they put Tommy, Tommy Canley, who they got from the Yankees, and he's been the one coming in in the ninth or in the tenth innings. Uh, last two times I, I saw him over the last couple of three days, Canley was coming in and Kimbrell pitched in a sixth inning. They, they, they know Kimbrell's not reliable enough. You ought to know that from his days with Boston. Yep. He's he not comfortable till he walks the bases full. So. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, good luck with your Saints, and uh, I'll keep you up to I'll keep you up to date on baseball if you don't get a chance to watch. Uh, all right, all right. Thanks, Jules. <laughs> all right, bye. Oh man, I I haven't even checked the Astros schedule as of now the Astros will play the winner of the Mariners and the Blue Jays series and again it's not final I guess one of those teams could get swept and the Rays do some sweeping it could change but it looks like that's what it's going to be unless there's some multiple sweeps here over the next three days but um man I don't know I I am um, the Astros just got what got beat got finished beating the Rays five out of six. The Blue Jays are just they're just so different than all these other teams. Like they can they got guys that can really hit now. And this cat Bouchette, I don't know that I want to mess with him. But then if you play the Mariners, then we hadn't played the Mariners in a while because they finished with them early in the season. But, again, you play the Mariners and you're playing a team that is in your division, that knows you better than anybody else. It's just kind of a different different animal than playing one of these other teams that you only play six times a year. Um, so it's um, – I don't know. I don't know which one's best. I think the Astros match up better than with the Rays, but I don't think they're going to play them. I, you know, I think it's going to be, you know – and the Rays just got finished playing the Guardians. It's another just totally different scenario. So going into these first potential first-round matchups. All right, one more uh, call. Let's go back to the hotline. Hello. That's the first time I, I, I hear. I, might not, I know I'm not too smart. I'm kind of cuckoo, too. You know, we're all kind of cuckoo in our own little way. You know, and I'm a fisherman, so, you know, I'm kind of crazy. But I never heard before. 
my lineup is not that good. This 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 lineup not that good, but they won, they won a hundred and some games. How you win a hundred and some games with a terrible lineup? Oh, I didn't say it was coming. terrible. I'm, I, it's the, I'm, statistically you it's the it's worst. Not that good. Well, it's not. not that good. You win a hundred some games compared to compared to the lineups, uh, the offensive production that they put up. Other than not, I'm not talking about the pandemic season because they weren't very good in the pandemic season. But other than the pandemic season, since 17, this is probably their worst offense. They. Yeah, the offense has struggled most remember, of the season. Remember what I told you, though, Kevin. Remember what I told you. Baseball is kind of something like the NFL. It changes year to year. Your team won't look the same every year, even though you got the offensive guys and stuff like that. That don't mean they're going to have great offensive seasons, you know. You know how it goes. I, I just hope they have great offense games. when they need it. What's the problem? I just, I just, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I don't think their offense – I don't think their offense compares to the Braves and the Dodgers. I don't think their offense is that good. But all it needs to do is be that good with two outs and runner in scoring position in the eighth inning of a tie game enough times in the postseason and they can win it all. I mean, it just needs to be yeah. good at the right time. Yeah. The right time. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I told you, you didn't want to win too much, though. You almost did. Almost. Almost. You was kind of close, right on the edge. Well, of- we probably need to lose two of these next three. But we'll see. Who the how next it works. Three? Yeah, we got three I left. Don't know. But man, you been seeing some of the terrible stuff in, in the NFL that's been going, like the game management stuff, like y'all was talking about. Talk yeah. about awful. Look, I heard him talking about the Baltimore thing, but people got to understand too. The Baltimore, I mean, they're living off their name, the past, and stuff like this. They've been known as a defensive franchise. Blah blah blah. That's their history. That's their bread and butter. But they, they're just not good on defense right now, man. I'm telling you. That team not good on defense like people would think. They're in preseason mode. They're still in preseason mode in defense. I I think nah, they'll get nah, better. Nah, 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 I think nah, they'll nah. get on, better. Nah. Come on, now. we've been no, talking I think about they're that in too preseason long. Mode. We're, we're mudding to the season. A little more mudding to the season. Come on. No, I think they're still stuff. in preseason it's, it's, that's mode. Old. No, I think that's they old, are. Kevin. I think they still are. But look, they held the Bills to what twenty three points. That's pretty good. There's not that many defenses yeah. going to hold the Bills to under twenty three. You had them to twenty three points, but they scored twenty some points in a row on you, though. Yeah, I but, mean it's a difference. You hold them to twenty three points, but if I can score twenty points in a row on you, I mean, are you stopping anybody? Are but, you stopping me? But 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 Rockefeller, if on Friday I told you the 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 um. The Ravens' defense is going to hold the Bills to 23. You saying they're going to win. That's what you would say. They'd win. That's what I'd have said, too. I'd have said, man, 23, that's pretty good. Yeah, but they got their own – I mean, they got their own little offensive deficiencies also, too. I mean, I, I mean yeah, look at the NFL does. right now, man. Look at it right now. I mean, it's a lot of teams that's not really that good, you know, and stuff like that. I know you keep saying it's early. It's preseason. It's pre-season I understand how you feel yeah, about that, yeah. but – it's a, it's a lot of bad, bad. But a lot of not all those teams are bad. By midseason, they're not going to be what they are right now, one way or the other. Now, some are going to be worse. Well, well, some are going to be really better. Bad, but it's, it's some bad things that's going around. No, I, I agree. Doing. It's a I, lot of I bad agree. stuff. I mean, do you know how? I mean, why are you going to go for it on fourth down? And the game is tied, and you can take the lead, and you put the pressure back on that team after go downfield and get the field goal. I mean, what the hell was that? What was that? It was. It was. The game is tied, Kevin Foot. The game is tied, and you got the ball, and you can take the lead, and you go for it on fourth down. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the points, guy. I'm with you. Game management and stuff. I agree with you. I'm gonna take the points, guy. But I'm there are fewer of me going around than than there used to be on the take the points thing. All right, I got. Oh, hold up. One more thing. How about 
how about this, this, this TCU, how they crushed the little overrated Oklahoma Sooners that's always overrated, and they got to play Kansas next week. Two undefeated going at it, and Kansas winning with all less miles recruit. How you like that? Huh? It's funny. coming up next week. Pay attention later. Yep. All right. We'll take a timeout. We'll be back on the game. One oh, I'm sorry, the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. Kevin Foote, an award-winning journalist, popular sports talk show host, and a man who apparently moonlights as a doctor. A medicine season of a different strand in 12, obviously, because the criminal commissioner decided to inflict them with, with the, the host bounty gate silliness. His descriptions of illnesses are extremely concise. A normal strand of a medicine season. It was a different strand. Just out of the blue from Timbuktu and all of this bounty gate silliness. Dr. Foot is ready to write a prescription for what ails your favorite team here, here. with more footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. It just depends on what you're saying. If you're disagreeing with me about officials, then then you you may not be right. But th- if you kind of disagree with John Harbaugh, maybe passing on the field goal, you might be right. You may be right. And uh, you may be right if you think I'm crazy. All right, welcome back to Footnotes. Want to remind you about the Game Rewards Club. If you have not joined the Game Clubhouse, 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. Do that today where you could win $50 gift certificate to Mr. Lesser Steakhouse, $25 to Mabel's Kitchen, or maybe $50 to have Shell Oyster House or things like in the past Astro Tickets or Haunted House and all the other examples. So do it today. It's free. It's simple. Sign up today. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. All them things you just said about yourself, I don't believe half of it, but some of it I believe. Go ahead, getting back to your New Orleans Saints. I watched your games yesterday, and I saw two bad calls at the end of the game, before the, towards the end of the game. That never really cost you the game because you had an opportunity to tie the game and, and go into overtime, but it was bad calls. On third down, that, on turnover was, down. Right, right. Right, right, right. Those right, are critical. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, still, it's one thing if it's a 50 50 call, but how do you just make up a call that's not even right. close? It, wasn't, it, it was, was nothing. It was close. After they, after they showed the, 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 the review, it was both. One, the first face, the, the hand to the face wasn't a, wasn't a legitimate call. And the, the interference, it should have been interference on the offense. We know that. Why, why don't we start? Sending something out to the NFL as as fans, and they have a lot of fans in the world to see. Let's do an instant replay on a judgment call. If the reason sure, why is that the vast majority of you got, it would have got overturned. Well, but again, the re, I already told you to answer that question because you and a lot of other people have lived your whole lives believing the lie that officials don't determine games. And so there isn't no. the outcry for it because y'all bought the big lie. Y'all bought it. I mean, we, we, everybody's seen it was two bad calls. Everybody's seen that. But now, and let's take the game from the beginning. 
You don't play football early in the, in in the game. You just you just go out there three and out, three and out, three and out. Get a first down, three and out, three and out. So you make games uh, as much as a good team that you have on paper. As much as a good team you have on paper, you should be blowing teams out. Well, yeah, but you have to put it in your defensive hand. I mean, your defense been out there the whole time. Your offense is not really helping you. No, it's not. Well, I mean, it did a little bit at times yesterday. Right, Again, right. I, the, the biggest problem, the biggest problem in the last, the, the special teams have been deplorable. Like they got to be, be, you got to do better than that. But in four weeks, in four weeks of football, you never scored a touchdown in the in, in the first half. Well, it was only one okay. until yesterday. Yeah. It was, yesterday right, yeah, was the so, second. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, so, again, I I, mean, I know. I mean, We've been in preseason mode for too long. I agree. I agree. Yeah, so, so you know, I, I, But, I'm again, that's execution. Fan. That falls under 50-50. The defense is fighting against me. Nothing should be fighting against a made-up call. There is nothing. There's nothing. Right. There's not. That's right. a competitive situation. What you're talking about? The defense is trying to stop me. There is no comp- co- competitor to a made-up call. Well, but but you hell, you hell, your offense. There hell, is the no competition. I mean, I mean, they're not helping you offensively. Your problem with your football team is offensively and special teams right now. So you address them things. You're not going to win a football game. Well, could win if if we stop getting zero percent calls on third down incompletions. Could have won. The Saints could be three and one right now, even with all those issues, and those issues are real. Just all I'm asking is, don't make up a call on third down. That's all I'm asking. That's not too much to ask. You know, for some reason they did. Why? Everybody have to say why are they making these calls? And 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 it's and it's the two calls. The two calls that I've seen. Because they're trying to kill me. That's why. That's the answer to your question. Yeah. They're trying to kill me. Yeah. But th- thanks yeah, for the yeah, call. Yeah. You're right. At least, at least you saw it with your eyes. I saw it. Yeah, okay. Still, your offense all right. Play football. And I, I agree. I agree. All, all, all right. right. Let's all get right. one more. Um, let's go back to the game hotline. Thanks, Banks. All right. Hello. Hey, Foot. How's it going? Oh, not good. Man, the Braves are good, huh? The Braves are good. Well, we both in a situation. Both of our teams are finishing on fire going into the postseason. And and so it's like I'm heartbroken on completely devastatedly heartbroken, grief stricken on one side. And then the other side, everything look it's almost too good to be true on the other side, on the baseball side right now. It's like, is this real what I'm watching? Yeah, I was watching the Braves game at my mom's house and the Braves scored a couple of runs. And my mom was like, why are you not excited? I'm like, did you not see what just happened this morning? It, like it, it's, it's just, just it, it, it's unbelievable. My whole family um, was mad at me yesterday because I was, I, we, 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 so they said, okay, we got to get your mind up. We're going to play some games. And so we're playing a game. The easiest question in the world comes up, and I botched it because my mind is just, they looked at me, how did you miss that? I'm like, I'm grief stricken. I mean, I just, my mind just is not functioning right now. How did I miss that? I have no idea. I should have got it. It was easy. And yet my mind's just not right. Yeah, I hear you. Um, the, my main point that I wanted to talk about today is is that, uh, you know, the season's not over. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's hard to look at it that way, but we won game back in the division. You're right. I, I just can't go down that road right now. But you're absolutely correct. I, I have thought that, but I just can't go down that road right now. Not yet. Like, I, I'm, 
I'm re- I was talking to uh, Raymond actually texted me yesterday. I was talking to him off the air, and I told him, you know, Donald, this team hasn't done anything yet that makes me think they're bad. Like they're not a bad team. They're playing bad, but they're not a bad team. But they got to go two and zero in the next two. I mean, they have to. They have to get to three and three. If they sit in there at one and five or two and four, then I'll be ready to say, okay, this season may be lost. But if they get to three and three, I think they got a good chance, and I—that's what I'm trying to hang my hat on. Because man, yesterday was just the fact that I had to wake up so early and then have to sit there the rest of the day and let it just fester. And it was like just that was slow death, really torture. Bad. I mean, you know, they just bats. They, you know, they fumble. Every they get momentum, they fumble. And then they get momentum, and then they fumble. And then they get momentum, and then the officials start making up calls. And then they get momentum, and 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 they give up a bomb. And then they get momentum, and and the ball clangs off of two uprights and falls a foot short. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's like you got to be kidding me. It, it, I just, well, I just, I'm just at a loss. I, I, I just. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you this question though about about the officials because I, I agree with what you're saying and. And you know, Banks just called in. And I know, I know what Banks does. He's trying to, you know, he's a provocateur. But he at least agreed. He saw it. Right, he saw it. But but the one question he had, and you kind of you kind of gave him a you know a joke a joke answer. But I would really like to find out why it is that that it happens so much against the Saints. I mean, there has to be a reason why it can't just be this the league case that hates the Saints. That can't be. That can't be true. I, I, just, I don't buy that the league. I blame because the NFL doesn't care about fairness. I've told you all that. It's what it is. They don't care because everybody b- believed the lie that officials don't determine games. Until we start talking about third down penalties that determine games, it'll never be fixed, ever. But, but there has to be a reason why it happens so frequently to the Saints. Like an improportionate amount of time. It's happening to the Saints opposed to other teams. And so I, I, I wonder if anybody can look into that or if you maybe have anything on why you think that is. I, I don't think the league is against the Saints. I don't think the league hates the Saints, but sometimes it feels that way. Absolutely. I, 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 thanks for the call. All right. All right. We don't have time to investigate that. We'll try again more tomorrow. Take a time out. We'll come back, finish out today's show on the game. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game. Want to remind you, Astros tonight. Lance McCullers is supposed to pitch. Monday night game. Third to last game of the season. The Phillies are trying to wrap up a playoff, the third and final playoff spot in the American League or wild card, card playoff spot. And so We'll see. Now, as I said, Framber's supposed – and by the way, you can hear that game tonight right here on uh, Sister Station, News Talk 98.5 FM. Framber's supposed to pitch Wednesday, but my question is – and he might, but my question is if the Phillies wrap up the playoff spot today or tomorrow and they really aren't playing for anything, and whereas everything is is set by the end of tonight's game or by tomorrow after tomorrow's game, or is Dusty going to continue because the game won't mean anything, or is he going to rest people? I don't know. We'll see how that goes. All right, that'll do it. Y'all have a better day than me.